0: Getting pumped up This is what I do This <laughs> is like rig goo goo riga goo goo <laughs> Hello, Hello
1: <and> <laughs> Such a fucking felon <laughs> I hate the better of you so much.
0: <sighs> Hello and welcome I'm Steve and I'm Al. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools With Tools, the podcast for the deranged arranger. Arranger? That was, yeah. Uh, cool. So, Al, what have you been up to?
2: Um, I have been continuing the preparations for Maker Fair, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, super stoked about that. So <laughs> this this weekend I've been chopping up toys and decapitating things, which has been really fun. It looks um, so cool, man. <laughs> There's been some absolute gems in this box as well. Woo. So um, Matt, Matt from Matt Makes Mess, sent um a couple of boxes of toys. And other than it creeping me out because there was like talking babies and stuff in there, there's some, really, <laughs> yeah. there's some really cool stuff in there. There was a uh, original '77 Stormtrooper. Nice. Yeah, yeah. There's some there's some nice nice gems. Um, I like yeah.
1: the the picture that you sent where Jess yeah. goes, "Why would you put that head on a bell pepper?" <laughs> yeah. that, is a, that is a Hulk. Actually, figure yeah, <laughs> with Darth Maul's head.
2: Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. But um, uh,
0: yeah, you do realise you are basically now um, Sid that kid from, from, from Sid, Sid, Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Who yeah, actually it. looks like average Joe? So it's going to be really. <laughs> <perfect>. <laughs> oh <laughs> my Make god, he away. does! I need to get him a, like a black t shirt with a white skull in it. I've, I've got a Punisher t-shirt I can just get him to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: brilliant. Yeah, cool.
2: Other than that, I've just been up and down to London from work, so I've just been a bit stacked.
0: Yeah. Uh, to be fair, every time I've spoken to you, you've been either in London or travelling. Yeah, so same again s- this week as well. Sounds awful. Cool. Uh, Steve, what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, Friday, I went to the Yandel's Not a show, but we're still having a show. Show.
2: Yeah, it looks a lot like a show for something that's been cancelled.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> um, basically, uh, the show was cancelled because the field field was flooded. Um, so they just had a the mini lower fields are. Flooded. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so yeah, uh, we had to park. And the, the parking situation was fucking brilliant. Because basically there was three old guys in high that just pointed vaguely in a different direction. <laughs> and uh, and at one point I saw another bloke in high-vis and I was supposed to follow the road around. But because I saw him, I just got excited and turned. Went down next to, like, alongside one of the barns and kind of threw a hole in the hedge and stopped to say to him, like, oh, shit, where am I supposed to go? Because I obviously wasn't supposed to come this way. And uh, he was like, ah, just just leave it there, mate. (laughs) Cool. All right. Um, Yeah, so I met up with um, Dan from Waffles Design and Ollie from With Bare Hands. And uh, we looked at some wood and we talked about how we were learning about sycamore and then we bullied Dan into buying some wood. Ooh, nice. Uh, and I brought some ash for handles and stuff and then we all came back here and went to my workshop didn't actually do anything in the workshop just kind of went and had a look around and talked for a bit um, and I brought a frame or like a nail gun thing electric nail gun off of Ollie uh, and Dan gave me a um, like a corner clamp thing for metal and some new sanding discs, and it was all very nice. Mm-hmm. And then we came back here, and we just had a cup of tea and talked shit for an hour or so. It was really good. Uh, yeah, it was actually really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was really nice to meet uh, with those guys and, and hang out again, and uh, to be fair, meet Ollie for the first time. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just nice, like, making friends through through this community.
2: Friends! Um, friends!
0: and also this weekend I have been teaching um, and I've actually made a couple more friends through that. Um, some really, really cool people on the course um, this time around. It was the knife making course, so it was a full two days. Um, a couple people needed a little bit more help than others but there was some really cool people there, some really cool designs came out at the end of it and, um, and yeah, it was just nice to kind of get back into that sort of side of things again. Um, So, yeah, it was good.
2: Very cool. Awesome. And uh, there was was one other thing I was doing, actually, Steve, all your talk of civility and cups of tea. I did some baking uh, uh, yesterday. Um, Basically, I was trying to fill a panel bag, a leather panel bag with sand. And the only sand from any of the merchants was just, like, soaking wet, so I couldn't put it in the bag. So i have just baking trays of sand in my oven to dry it out. (laughs) (laughs) You'll probably tell me there's, like, a much better way to dry out sand, but this is the only way I could think of in, like, a few hours to get yeah. to more moisture out of the sand, because basically, um, there's no way I was getting it in the bag otherwise. And I didn't I, want to put wet sand in the bag, because then it'd probably rot.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I can't think of a better way of drying sand out on short notice, but... Um,
2: it smelled, smelled delicious.
0: It does beg the question, why you were filling a bag full of sand?
2: Uh, a leather panel bag for panel beating.
0: Ah, right. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, what... Uh, yeah, okay, I'm moving on um, <laughs> Brett, what I have never you been up to? talk
1: about baking sand
0: <laughs> Bacon sand? Bacon
2: sand? That would be the best beach ever The crunchiest sand ever <laughs>
1: mm. I feel like on a hot day though The grease would just destroy you
0: Nah, uh, yeah, because it would help with the tan
2: Yeah. Oh, nice
0: Yeah, see? <laughs> Always thinking <laughs> Always thinking <laughs> Fantastic uh, yeah. Brett, what have you been up to?
1: I made a shop space for myself, yeah, and I finished it yesterday. Last night, um, I put the final pieces together. Finished filming. It was a lot of fun, and with kind of a crap week of being really full and also dumb things with money, yeah, um, it was really good. It was, it was really, uh, it was really nice to create a space for myself. Because I legitimately get to make it my own. It's, it's organized the way that I want it to. It's, you know, ergonomically suits me. Suits yeah. you, sir. Suits you. Suits you. You. Um, you, sir. Ooh. And I, you know, it was a lot of little builds and a lot of little processes to get it to look like the yeah. interior of a ship. It's, and, it's uh, my captain's quarters, and I love it, and it's my favorite. Just,
0: just quickly, um, Al, how fucking awesome does that space look?
2: It looks amazing. Yeah, it it, it 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 just looks like a little world. Like yeah, all the things come together to make like some of its parts kind of thing, like the rope shelf, the rope shelf and everything, the barrels and your sign that you made. It's yeah. almost like you planned it out, Brett, right from the start. Yeah, <laughs> which is funny because I sure didn't. Yeah, honestly, that, yeah, that it
0: was looks fucking I, incredible.
1: I was telling Al a little bit before before the show that um, it was, you know, it was kind of a rough week and. I, I was a little down and but there was this moment where I was starting to finish the space so I saw the light at the end of the tunnel which was already kind of like a a pick me up and then I started to put all of my projects in the space you know in these little organized areas or on the shelf so that I can display some things I got to put Red's map up that she, that he made for Scully and Ellen's little gifts so that she made me and then put some more stickers on the tool chest and then you know my old axe the bow and arrow all these things that I've made in the last year so it was definitely it was kind of like oh crap I not only did I build a shop space for myself just now that feels like my home now in Jimmy shop but it's full of stuff that in the last year I've I've increased my abilities just to, to, as a maker yeah and so I got to physically touch and hold and move everything around just going like oh my god Oh, remember when I made this really crappy axe? And I love that axe. But now, you know, I just made another axe like Let's a week ago. And I, I like this one more. And, you know, yeah. it's it's just really nice. It, it feels like home now. It feels like I have a little space for myself. And yeah. I love being able to look at everybody's little things, trinkets that they've given me. Because it, you know, kind of helps keep the the good vibory up. You, yeah. you, can't, you can't really look at like Red's map and go "Ah, that's you know wish i didn't have that yeah exactly yeah i have ellen's little paper crane you know sitting up there next to the map it's just like man that is such a cool little like it's my little blade runner reference whether she wanted it to be or not but i I love having like a little paper crane up there yeah no there's a, there's
2: a scale to it that like um The second you posted it it just took me to like monkey island or something yeah yeah like the proportions of everything and like the 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 i don't know if it's like the um the angle of the camera lens but it just looks like i just want to step into it and like pick things up and like investigate things it's just yeah yeah Yeah. i mean
1: there's probably some subconscious or unconscious uh video gamery to it you know where it's like but if if i just hide this in the corner (laughs) over here you know i want somebody to walk into my shop space now and just be at my desk and have somebody show up and just go (laughs) what are you buying (laughs) yeah i must it feels like that kind of space
0: yeah i kind of want you to like rather than actually talk i want now every video when you're in your shop space to start with you there and there'll be like three options of text at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> and then you have to highlight one and it buys like sell highlights in yellow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Buy, sell, make. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, that so good. I think and you just have... started something wonderful. <laughs> then there's a there's just a constant, you know, I could just do a loop. Yeah. Like a proper video game loop where it's on like a 12 frame loop. So you just see me slightly coming back into the camera. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Amazing. Oh,
1: that's a really fun idea, Steve. Yeah, I like that. I'm taking that. <laughs> taking that and running with
0: it. Awesome. Yes. Well, Right, I'll have that one. Seeing as, uh, as I've given you an idea for a thing to do, yes. I think you've given all of us an idea as a, uh, as a thing to talk about um, in, like, making your own space, uh, your workspace, whether it's a fucking... Ginormous, amazing, multi-story shop like Laura's just got, or whether it's a piddly little hey, desk hack desk ah. Yeah, the... I, <laughs> oh. no, I was, was going to say like a piddly amazing. little desk in the corner of your spare room, like Nino's got, because Nino's little workspace is tiny but amazing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so like just making that space your own, and and how that can. Im- help you um, be a better maker how you can draw inspiration from that how you can have that as your your little go-to place so that you go there and you feel comfortable and that makes you want to create things and it, it makes it a place where you actually want to go rather than it being feeling like oh god i've got to go in that horrible dingy wet horrible shed and do stuff Blech.
1: well and i i will say that you know, there's a, there's a part of me that also wants to speak to the people that don't necessarily have that capability to have like a shop space, even if shared or otherwise, but you know, even your workspace at your desk job or whatever you do in your day to day, you know, it's, it's a lot of drudgery to walk into a corporate office and maybe you're in a cubicle and you are like, well, you have, you know, 14 pieces of flair limit. Yeah. And that's, that's all you can have so how do you optimize your space
2: let,
0: let me uh, just tell you a little bit story about did you guys uh, miss
1: my office space reference no I got it I got okay the well I got no reaction at it either <laughs>
0: so I, I was getting excited about talking about myself I really again, raised so. you with
2: a whoa for a Ric Flair <laughs> reference
0: but <laughs> um, yeah it's funny you say that about uh, people in the office doing stuff because um, where I work I I I have a like the team has a room um so we we have desks in that room but because we work in two shifts and that work four days on four days off um we share desks so we don't have our own desk we just basically hot desk it so we can't have um little trinkets and things on it um in fact the 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 desk that i normally sit at at the moment i walked in um the other day and realized that it can it had been converted to a standing desk like I hadn't been told about this beforehand or anything. I just turned up and it was a standing desk, not a normal desk. Um, so we we can't customize that aspect of it. And don't get me wrong, like my office is fucking awesome, and the company is really cool. Um, and the space itself has, I mean, we we've got uh, one of the Saturn Five rockets, uh, the Lego Saturn Five rockets, in the, the office that we built and all awesome. this. now like, it's a it's a really really cool place, but it's it sometimes does feel a bit like it's not your own. Um so all we do is everyone has a laptop. Everyone's laptop is just littered in stickers. <laughs> um I mean I've I've most of my like good maker stickers are like saved to my personal laptop or my workspace. Um but my work laptop is covered in stickers and it's like um it's ones that I've got like there's a Dickies one on there. There's ones that I've got from hot rod shows and things like that. Like and and just customizing that and making that my own so that at least that way i can if i go into a meeting and it's in a random work random meeting room in the london office or something like that i can go in with a load of people that i've never met open my laptop and the first thing they see is me and then the top of my laptop which has got all my stickers on it (laughs) and they can instantly get an idea of of who i am and what i'm into and i can do the same thing with them um and i think like it even just those little touches like that can make a real difference because it can make you it can make you comfortable it can make you feel like you've brought a little part of yourself to to your your day job sort of thing yeah it's it's
1: it's having a little bit of pride in in your presence right yeah we've we've talked about that before like how do you present yourself to the world if it's through instagram or social media or youtube or whatever the hell it is but if that's what you've got and, and luckily, your your company is nice enough to allow you to do that because yeah. I had to buy a case, an outer case, and then I could put stickers on it because yeah. we weren't allowed to put stickers on our computers. But I bypassed that real quick. I was like, all right, well, I won't <laughs> put them on the computer. I'll put them on a case that's on the computer. And then if yeah. you ever get mad at me,
2: I'll take it off.
0: <gasps> I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, you touching.
2: Mind, you <laughs> no touching. No so touching. I've got uh, uh, my, my monitor at work um it's the same you can't really like change things or customize things so i just i just i'm addicted to post-it notes and my whole of my monitor just all the way around the frame is just like really passive aggressive notes um, of, <laughs> of, of all the bullshit quotes that i hear throughout my working day so i just write them down when then i hear anything anyone say anything just ridiculous <laughs> so i put it down the post it note and stick it on my screen do
1: you have a favorite one i have to interject do you have a favorite one
2: uh, yeah what was it what what was the favourite one? There's some absolute gems. I've got hundreds. They're going to be in a book at some point. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I,
0: I'm guessing synergy and stuff like that appears quite a lot.
2: Oh, it's worse. It's worse. It's like business bingo. Well we've, we've got like sort of European clients as well, so there's also, also a lot of like uh, sort of pigeon English as well. Some, fanta- <laughs> some fantastic <laughs> yeah. ones. Fantastic. Yeah. I'll, right. I'll, I'll, I'll send you some Brett. Perfect. <laughs> the gems.
0: <laughs> That's awesome, man. So, because I, I, one of the things I was going to ask you out is, and I know Brett touched on this um in the pre-show is you obviously have the hack shack um what's the deal with that because you know you you could have just had a, a an ordinary workbench that didn't have a beer popping out and a spinning drill <laughs> dispenser thing like that i love it so much and it is so you um and i kind of answering my own question by saying like it's it, it you can instantly tell who you are and what you're about as soon as you see the hack bench yeah but like what 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 did did any thought process go in there
2: the whole workshop is like is me but in building form yeah like um i always always (laughs) imagine like what the inside of optimus prime looks like like the you know like the gray bit on the back like, yeah. what's actually in there? Like, I've, I've seen an episode where, like, uh, is it Wheeler, the little dude that comes out the back of Prime, <clears throat> drives up into the back of there. But, like, just in a normal day-to-day, what's actually in there? Like, is it his <laughs> personality? Like, what's he got up on the walls and stuff? So, like, for me, the hackshack is me because it's just, like, it's just totally nonsense and, like, eclectic and there's just... Like, today I was just making shelves and I was just basically... Screwing any angled bits of MDF I go to the walls, and, just things <laughs> on. and it was just like, This is just me, this is just how my head works, this is how my brain works. Yeah. it was the same with the hack bench. It was like, I spent ages like looking at like how to make a, a rubo, how to make a, all these fantastic woodworking benches, and things with like leg vices, and all the proper way to do it, you know, and, yeah. and how thick you got to make it. And, and I was just like, Bollocks, this isn't me. Like, why would <laughs> been, like, at no point do I care about any of this stuff. Like, yeah. is it horizontal ish? You know, kind of lean on it, um, and do I care if it, like if I uh, you know start angle grinding through it or yeah. things like that? And it's like, no. So I'm just going to make it how I want to make it. It was like the the kind of lowest common denominator of making a table, yeah, uh, without doing any basic research. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it, it the out okay. So the outside of the hackjack, like I have worked it all out. Mm. You know, I, I I am an engineer at heart. Um, I kind of I do appreciate physics and and. and Doing things like geometrically properly because I'm a designer. Yeah. Um. But when it came to the inside, it was just like it was that again about that the inside of Optimus Prime. What does it look like? And it, it I just the, the rules went out the window. So the inside of it is just like right, spray paint that green, screw <laughs> that to the wall, and I was like, insulate? No, no, fuck insulation. Just like the jam stuff in the walls and everything's, you know, it's the 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 the, the, the kind of the the conflict between the outside and the inside of Hotshot just sums it up for me.
0: Yeah. I, I think that's brilliant and I, it, it's funny you saying that about the um the hack bench right? you researching it and doing it properly it it suddenly made me realize that you've got the hack bench which is very very much you um and is I, I think is a fantastic physical um representation of your personality um, Brett's got the um the Frankenstein table bench thing. That Frank was, table. yeah, Frank, and Frank table. That's and the table. one. Thank you. That was originally a, a doctor's um,
1: exam table.
0: Exam table. <laughs> yeah, which it, it is fantastic. It is again. It's a brilliant way, like to to put that in front of someone and go, "This is Brett's workstation." People are going to go, "Ah, oh, okay." <laughs> I already have a few ideas about what Brett is like, yeah, and right. are the same with me. Like my my um, my layout table. Is bits of essentially stolen um, box section from a army camp, um, some scrap bits of expanded metal from a friend, and some um, steel plate that I still can't actually remember where I got it from. That's just all. It was all welded together on broken concrete, trying to make it so I had at least one level surface in the entire building, and. Um, it's the scrum,
2: the scrumpy of working yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: like you've got you've got people like John Malecki and, and that that have like these really nice um welding tables that are like certified flat and all this and mine's just kind of thrown together and it's like ah, that'll do it'll work <laughs> and uh <laughs> and I think like that that's a really good um like way of of, of, of viewing each of us is by our workspaces and I think they they represent each of us really really well
2: nice
1: well i like the idea i like i've always liked the idea of how to create a functional space for yourself right even even when i was in the office um it was just about you know like how high do i want my chair to be what feels good for me in terms of how i'm leaning or is there a is there a space that i could create for myself which i happen to kind of muscled myself into getting a production room built that I, yeah. I helped frame out and do, do a bunch of crap on uh, for the planning and then you know made, made a video production room for the office that I was in because no one else really knew what to do. But it's like, oh, no, 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 here's how it works. And your computer sits here. And then the workflow is here to here to here to here. We had an audio booth made that I soundproofed on the inside. And I ended up doing a lot of work on this um, space for the office but it was for everybody else around me. So to a certain degree, it was like, I made this space because it works for me. If if anybody else wants to come in here and, you know, rearrange it or make it their own space, that's totally fine. But having a functional space and being able to, you know, we got to put some posters up and some little like visual, uh, I don't know, inspirational things around, um, on the walls and it it became a space where a lot of people went to then have meetings just to go sit in there because it felt like a more idea driven or an idea inducing room than say the other three conference rooms that we actually had that people could schedule out during the day it was like no no no, we'll just go in the production room i like it in there yeah yeah good this creative space creates that vibe you know or creates that thought process it's the same i feel like it's the same if i can control a shop space for myself or even my editing computer at home i've just got stuff hung up on the walls all over the place to kind of keep my brain moving in the right direction
0: yeah so i mean i think i think that the key phrase that you used there was this creative space as opposed to just this space um and i think like one of the questions i was going to ask you two is when you um when you're creating a, a space in which to work um and i think this will have different answers depending on what you're doing and what that work involves but which do you think is more important um uh functionality and, and efficiency or inspiration and and creativity in that in that space i should be interested to hear you a, guys' that's thoughts that's a tough one yeah it's
1: a tough one because i Love making do with what I got, right? Like, somebody could tell me that my workbench that I made out of the doctor's exam table is not flat, and you know, there's three panels because they all move and, and adjust and stuff, so it's not really that flat. I've also sanded it, like res- resurfaced it, quote unquote, yeah. three or four times now because I burn it when I'm welding on it, or I'll get glue <laughs> all over it, so I'll scrape it off. and. For me it, it is more to my advantage personally it's more to my advantage to have a space that i can work on that breeds creative thought than it does to yeah. have the right tool the perfect table the right, you know all that stuff it's nice to walk into my my friend nick who's a woodworker his shop is what you would see on you know instagram or etsy is like a woodworker yeah. shop it's beautiful yeah. it's so organized all the tables are perfect joints they're all flat you know they're they're made to make flat work on they're made to make 90 degree angles perfectly on and his shop is beautiful it is so beautiful just to look at but it's super functional for him yeah i on the other hand thought it would be better if i existed inside of a ship so built a (laughs) ship around me (laughs) And I honestly, I'm going to look forward to going into, you know, this big gym warehouse shop that's Jimmy's. I have a space now that he was nice enough to, you know, I asked him if I could build out a little space over there. But holy crap, like I have my own workspace now and it is out of my brain that that crap has come. I don't, the 45 degree cuts that I made on the longboards, I don't know where that came from. I didn't look at anything before I started building. I just started building yeah. and and burning the wood and you know and then I made those little hooks for them that I showed on Instagram and it's basically a French cleat but you know it's 45s on both sides so I made a triangle yeah. with the steel and Jimmy goes oh no, no where'd you come up with that or like where'd you where'd you see that and I go oh, I, I don't know I just yeah. started I just started going and I this is my brain just them. pouring out into building stuff and now because of that I've bred in all this goofy idea stuff so that space feels so much like me embodied in my little workshop that i'll i'll never be able to exist in there and and think like i'm out of place or i oh i don't deserve to be here man i guess i'm not much of a maker it's like no i just i surrounded myself with my stupidity and now i have to go (laughs) with it
2: i have to reap what i sow and that that kind of you know the, the 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 place for practicality versus versus inspiration, um, Steve's a really good question. I think uh, Richard said something last week on the Makers International podcast. It's a really awesome quote, almost almost as good as a Fools with Tools quote um, <laughs> about the, the sort of fine line between um, education and inspiration. Yeah, and it was, again when I was when I was building the hack shack, I was like, oh all my dimensions were like, okay, yeah, so I want to get, like, a, a, a an 8x4 sheet through the door, um, so the doors need to be so wide, and then I want it to be long enough that I can run it over the table saw and then feed it all the way through, so it needs to be at least 16 feet long, and then, you know, my bench needs to be so high. So I was like, what? I'm not <laughs> I'm not producing fucking f- cabinets. Like, why, <laughs> why is this going? Like, what I should have been thinking is, like, is there a room on the floor for a transmutation circle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when i when i deliberately set my shack on fire <laughs> you know what's gonna burn yeah <laughs> like just like just stop and think about what you are you are actually gonna do like yeah. like brett you've created this little world where you're gonna live in it you're gonna get inspired in it you know your brain is gonna fit in that place um yeah so anyone kind of setting that setting up a shop for themselves don't be thinking about how anyone else does it don't be thinking about like uh, these parameters that kind of like, oh, it's the most efficient way of doing it. Yeah. Do it if you are if you are a cabinet maker, right? Or if you are yeah. going to make fitted kitchens, yes, please God, you know, make it as efficient as possible for workflow. But if you're doing it for the reasons that we're doing it, which is for fun and to learn and to piss yourself off and to stub your toes, do it from inside your head. Do it from what makes you happy. Do it for like, do it, do it as you go along. Make it up as you go along. You know, that's how I've ended up with the space I've got because as Brett says it's just like making do with what I've got to hand um, I'm going to stop because I'm going to uh, go on a total rant now. <laughs> oh but you should
1: Al we never get Al yeah. rants I'm like super excited I, about this I was just about to say
0: Al I don't think I've ever been more attracted to you than I am right now <laughs> oh. it's, it's the Fred Durst look <laughs> it's but that it's a, Goonies shirt I can't get
1: over it I love it but the, no but Al might, I, I I love that what what you just said about you know when I was looking at the Franken table, I, I was thinking about doing a video for that. And I had told Jimmy, like, I, I really want a workbench that I can make my workbench for the shop. And it was because I was sharing, you know, I'm sharing the shop with a guy who uses 75% of his workspace. And he was like, Yeah, man, absolutely. You know, you could build your own. Or he suggested, he's like, I would just go see if somebody's got an old antique workbench, you know, great. Yeah. I started looking around at him and, it was like, yeah, but why is it one piece of wood? Like, why doesn't anything <laughs> move on it? And it's just a shelf and then a top. Why is there so, not in so it? <laughs> without even, without even uh, having the discussion with Jimmy, it's like he was suggesting, oh, you want a flat piece of wood that you can put stuff on. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I mean, effectively. But really what I want is something that's modular with doors on it. Ideally, it'd be steel and wood so that i could do some welding you know on some sections or whatever and then i i got on google and went wait a minute what about a like an exam table and then i found one <laughs> and i remember when i finished it jimmy just goes wow i would have i wouldn't have thought that you could have made that out of a out of like an exam table and i don't know you know those moments are just like i don't know where i thought of that either it just popped into my head but but like you said I could have spent hundreds of dollars probably, you know, unless I would have found one for cheaper to get a table that everybody else has or something that is, oh, you you have a wood shop. I guess you buy this table versus, oh, you have Al's Hack Shack. No, 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 this table has a beer dispenser and a (laughs) swivel arm with a drill on it and he'll light the floor on fire and everything will be fine. And you won't have to actually worry about it because you've created the space and you know where the safety measures need to be. And yeah. Yeah. your personality comes out, like Steve was saying, your personality comes out so much with it that it becomes part of your personality, right? You embody your shop, your shop embodies you. And like, screw anybody else that tells me I need a flat table, you know, <laughs> that's like perfectly level all the time. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, but does your table fold up? Are there <laughs> hidden
0: compartments? No. Exactly. I mean, because I think one of the things for me, like I, obviously, I was talking about the workbenches earlier on. I I did get to a point where I was like, "Oh shit! I'm this project I'm working on. I need a flat surface, and there's too many indula- like undulations and stuff on the the workbench that I built." Oh, fuck! What can I do? I went down to B and Q. I bought a sheet of plywood, like I think it was like twenty mil plywood or something. Brought it at home, and I put it on top of my workbench. <laughs> Nailed, it. bang! I've got a flat surface. This is perfect, <laughs> and, um, and yeah, that's all, that's all I did. And the thing is, is like you look at any like proper maker, and I don't mean someone that's like just a woodworker or just a metalworker or just whatever. Any maker, anybody that works in mixed materials and things like that, all of them have a sheet of plywood on top of their workbench that is sacrificial. They can drill into it. They can do like Laura, perfect example. Um, her her last one that she put up and it looked like a piece of art when she was done with it like i think that's absolutely fantastic i genuinely hope that she puts it up on a wall or something because it's stunning
1: jimmy kept his he's got two in the back of the shop yeah. right now and they're, and they're really cool they look like yeah. jackson pollock paintings you know exactly
0: and and they they tell a story they, they say like there's so many bits about it that, that yeah you, you should be able to keep stuff like that and i think having something like that on it is a great thing but but you guys have all said it brilliantly already like your workspace should be an extension of you you should go in there and like if you go into the hack shack you can instantly tell that it's ours if you go into your you can actually space, go
2: into the hack shack now because i tidied it up <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> but like
0: if you go into to brett's space, you can you you get an instant idea of who brett is if you go into like my workshop like i i genuinely cannot wait until brett walks into there because i I think he's gonna walk in and just go, Holy shit. Like it's 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 exactly what I try and embody. And um and I and for me, like that workspace is brilliant. I do have experience with the other side of it though, because when I go to Alex's place, um obviously that is set up as a production place. It's set up as somewhere that we can do batch production work and we can do classes and it's easily accessible that anyone can come in and they can feel comfortable, and they can work, um, and there's not too much in the way of, um, like, in-your-face personality.
2: In your face! But,
0: yes, <laughs> but there's still, there's still personality to it, you still walk in there, and it's still, like, because, um, the, the way that Alex's, uh, uh brand is put forwards, it, it still feels like that brand, because things are in line, things are tidy, things are are there things are, are very not regimented but but there's a structure to it there's a, a definite structure nothing is there that doesn't need to be there um and and it, it's i think you can you can find a balance you don't have to just like if you are doing production work you don't have to just do it and and research all the best ways for production work you can go actually this technically this is going to be better for production, but I don't like it. It doesn't suit me, and you can tweak it and say, actually, this is this is going to be better for me um, in terms of inspiration. And because it, it doesn't matter how, unless you're doing like literal factory production work, that that production run, even if it's like, um, say say you know, every year you're going to be making chopping boards for um, like the Christmas period then yeah set up a, a bit for production work but that's only going to be for what three four months of the year or if you're doing um, like like Jimmy wants to do farmhouse tables he's not going to want to do farmhouse tables for the rest of his life Like so yeah set it up for production but keep that inspiration there don't make it a stark horrible beige box of a room <laughs> make, make, make it something that, that has your personality in it so that, that when you're not Making that production work when you're having a coffee break or when you're having a lunch break or whatever, you can sit there and you can go actually, I reckon I could do this, and I could change that and and then create more things that are related to to you and that 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 are your brand and your personality, otherwise yeah. you just end up making the same thing as everyone else and you have no um no personality to it yeah,
1: yeah. well what what I think we're we're kind of hinting at this entire time is yeah the personality thing and how to how to make a space your own or how to make you uh how to motivate yourself you know wherever you're working be it corporate or otherwise or a cabinet shop that's super clean and organized or the hack shack that has a styrofoam dummy in it um (laughs) as well as a an owl um
2: (laughs) kind of the same thing I,
1: well, yeah. I guess i guess it's a little self-serving but the way you know when i was spending years doing corporate work or i was in an office and i didn't feel like i had a lot of ability to to put my own personality or to, to create my own space I, call it call it a little bit of like uh, my own shitty asshole personality but my favorite thing was coffee mugs i used to always just <laughs> find like some shitty coffee mug that i could be passive aggressive with or have my own little hints at personality because no one will ever give you shit about a coffee mug but i had a coffee mug for four years that said good morning asshole on it and i used it every single day <laughs> Yeah, and small little things like that where you're probably going to forget about it you know on the regular but anytime somebody brings up and be like uh oh, does your coffee mug say asshole and you go yeah but it says good morning before that so <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's okay
1: yeah but you know we there's a constant balance not everybody has their own workspace not everybody's able to afford you know even if you do want to be really really organized and have really nice tools and a really nice workbench that that tends to ramp up your prices quite a bit when you want that yeah quality of stuff but the majority of the people that we talk to a lot of the fools of tools people in in the facebook group um i think our personality or the personality that seems to be in our little community is this I would rather be inspired I would rather feel creative in my space than have the right tool or the $300 angle grinder I have a $20 angle grinder and I do the best I can with it but it's also covered in all the maker stickers that I have that I've got from the community (laughs) that I'm in and So kind of not getting too down on yourself for not having the nice stuff or not being able to have your personality in your corporate office or, you know, what are the ways that you can push through that? You know, no one's really going to get upset about stickers or a coffee mug or something like that. But if you have the ability to, I would, I like Al's statement of just make it your own. There's no reason to look at a table like that and get yourself down about not being able to afford a $500 woodworking table thing slap some two by fours together and then put a beer dispenser in it and guess what it's your favorite table you ever made
0: yeah
1: (laughs)
2: actually brett i've got an idea for a table that you're gonna help me with
1: (laughs) is that the end of that sentence that is the end of that yeah Yeah. okay cool Good, but for our listeners are so really going to appreciate that. I have a really good idea, guys. Oh. Let's not talk about it. Yeah. Let's put it on Patreon as a,
2: an exclusive. Ooh. Ooh. ooh, good idea. Actually, that, no, you just totally gave it away. Um, ooh, it's a coffee table. So I'm going to make a, a table that has a light box on so you can draw and um, a tablet so you can draw on it. And it dispenses coffee as well, so it's like a draw draw coffee table. Oh, my God. Because I don't have a table in my uh, living room. Well, we'll and It'd send... be perfect to have something that actually you can draw oh and makes you coffee at the same time. Yeah, we'll send
1: that. a picture over to the drawing folks that <laughs> have no idea who we are. <laughs> crazy people doing. Now, I I love that. I that's that's such a good idea, and it feels like no one's got a coffee table like that because it's built. It's an actual for fun. coffee table. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. like this table dispenses coffee and also is for kind of drawing and sketching and doodling. Yeah. Like no one it. no one thinks of that kind of crap and makes it and as a production run of, you know, five thousand. <laughs> river make another river table that dispenses yeah. coffee. Yeah, no, actually no what yeah. I'm
2: just gonna get some walnut and put some epoxy in it.
1: <laughs> You'll get a lot of views on uh YouTube. And then maybe
2: yeah. uh just coat it in uh aluminium foil polished balls. <laughs> <laughs> wow now this is just us ragging on the popular (laughs) stuff on youtube ragging on the internet
0: brilliant
1: i feel so bad i don't even i don't even mean to sound like such an asshole about that i am i I am so sick of seeing those videos like if you make one great i hope it turns out fantastic
0: jesus christ (laughs) oh i love it right so before we uh complain about everybody else i think that the gist of this seems to be like you guys just said uh, like just do whatever you can to make it your own whether it is a, a coffee mug a sticker or a building your own bench that disturb d- that disturbs. disturbs disturbs distributes it will disturb Distur- it will yeah disturb. <laughs> build a bench that disturbs it will people. disturb woodworkers when they yeah. look at it yeah uh, <laughs> but, but you know so what? will
1: spray painting a wooden mallet you
0: know, <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about uh, But but you know what i i fucking love um having i i think it's so much more satisfying to have to not have the the really cool flashy beautiful carved woodworking table and produce something of equal ability or whatever to someone that's got all the the great gear i think it's so much more satisfying to go actually you know what i've got something that was nailed together with literal Knackered old nails that I pulled out of pallets, and you know, the the top is literally a pallet wood, uh, a bit of pallet wood, um, and I've still made the same thing as you because I wanted to. It was a bit of fun. Like I think it's so much better to do that than to but worry it about fits, spending. it
2: fits the... as well, Steve. If you had this beautifully engineered thing in the forge, it would be it'd be totally anachronistic. You'd be like, yeah, what? I've just walked back in time, and then suddenly there's this like yeah sterile weird engineered mass produced thing here actually no in reality in a place like the forge you know coal fired it's like this is what it should (laughs) this is what a table should look like Yeah, handmade tools, uneven floor, drunk (laughs) 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 drunk pirate in the corner where's (laughs) all (laughs) the rum gone
0: but basically I think what we're saying is what seems to be kind of like the fools with tools motto which is fuck everyone else (laughs) <laughs> whoa Dude. whoa that's that's not our
2: metal, just just to be clear yeah. <laughs> there's no t-shirts with that on it i promise yeah.
0: but just do what makes you feel good do what you like do what you can do and be happy with it nice and yeah well
1: cool make 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 your life your own you know don't yeah. follow anybody else's yeah. guidance don't, don't make do make happy yeah we're here for a very short time Make it work. Yeah. Do whatever the hell you want. I can't.
0: I can't think of any more T-shirt quotes. So <laughs> should we? Should we just move into spiffing people instead? <laughs> people that that we think that all spiffing. <laughs> cool. So. Brett is gonna go first. Brett, who would you like to spiff?
1: Yeah, um, I'm gonna spiff on Zach Z H Fabrications. I know it's been done before, but since we're talking about making your shop space your own, I H. I can't Z <laughs> H. Yeah, because that's uh, people say shit. Um, Zach posted a video almost a year ago, and it has completely stayed with me ever since. Um, he put a video up on Instagram where. He, He just took a handful of markers inside his really packed small garage shop that he works out of and just started chucking them all over the (laughs) shop because you can never find a marker when you need one you always think you have one in your pocket and you don't and legitimately as goofy as it looked and as hilarious as the video was of him just throwing markers all over (laughs) his shop it works yeah and it works for him specifically so we've even had chats since then i'm like man that marker thing is just I do it now all the time. I put markers all over the shop so I can find them when I need them. He goes, "Dude, I know it looks dumb, but I swear it works." <laughs> and so he made his shop his own in one little small way, which was I always need a marking device, so I just exploded pens all over the place, and now you yeah. can always. In my head,
2: they're all they're all hanging off the ceiling like the sausages in. Uh, <laughs> <putting up Fingered>. <laughs> <laughs> right. you, would you like a marker? <laughs> you, would you like a marker? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, oh my god shit. I'm
1: so upset that That's what you came up with for a reference <laughs> The movie sucks
0: oh, I love that I really want um, Zach to go into his shop Like the day after he hears this And just be like Those guys are idiots Go into his shop and there just be hundreds of markers Hanging from the ceiling
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, His wife like, listens to this And she's yeah. like ooh I have an idea
2: <laughs> How about They're like magic trees in Seven Is that a better reference for you? (laughs) (laughs) Air fresheners. I
0: I really wish that all the listeners could have seen your two faces. Then, (laughs) (laughs) beautiful.
2: (laughs) All right,
1: move along. Al Lama.
2: So Al Lama. Talking of um, awesome workspaces, uh, my spiffy this week is Rob Appleman. Rob's woodshop. Rob is saying Timmerman from Netherlands. He's got a really tiny workshop um, and basically he's made everything in the workshop his own. Uh, it's all kind of customized and it's all modular and basically he's just made the, so after talking about Steven last, last week, uh, with yeah. the eight by six, Rob's kind of the Dutch equivalent um, and you just got to check his show out because basically all his tools are kind of like hidden away and he pulls them out when he needs them. And so like you were saying Steve about kind of, um, if you want to make a production run, make a space you know available yeah. for that uh, but don't make it your whole shop but be about that um rob's not got the space but what he has done has been really clever with where his tools are and where his spaces are that he works he also kind of makes a lot of his own cabinets a lot of his own um, storage systems and um, it's just really clever but it's all kind of done with his charm and he's also a really nice guy as well so if you don't know awesome. rob uh, go check him out and um, he's going to be at maker central as well so be able hey, to meet him as well uh, two really to him. yeah two weeks two weeks, weeks. weeks. Um
0: <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> Man, we're
2: just killing it with the movie references <laughs> right now. Yeah. Rob Rob Appelman from Rob's Woodshop.
0: Awesome. Cool. Uh and me, I am um, going to spiff Altelier. Atelier. Atel Atelier. At- at- Atelier. 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 Uh cabinet makers. <laughs> um who are a couple of guys um who <laughs> so I'm just laughing at Brett losing it uh, a couple of guys that um, live near me uh, they are a I was going to say husband and wife they're not husband and wife Um there are a couple that uh, work together and the reason I'm spiffing them on today's show is because they are doing production work um, they they make custom um, furniture uh, cabinets and uh, a I'm trying to think of the word for a boot room but it, it is a boot room like they did one uh, the other day and it was this beautiful um custom boot room they do kitchens and, and all sorts of things um and some really really nice work and their workspace their workshop is it's this um like old outbuildings on this farm and you walk in there and it, you just get an instant idea of of their values of their Their style and and everything even though it is very much a production workshop it's still beautiful and it's got these few little touches that just make it from being just so it's not a a sterile workspace and it's not just a ratty old barn it's this really nice place to be it's a place that you want to spend time with very very few touches and it's a great representation of, of them and how they work they've got um, the stuff they produce is very simple in style, but beautiful and, and has um, some real personality to it. Um, and like the thing that I'm thinking of at the moment is uh, the fact that they haven't just got just any old wood burner. They've got a really nice old um, like traditional wood burner that you, you know they, they, they heat up their soup on top of and, <laughs> and things like this. So it's, it's not just like they've just chucked in something that's efficient and does the job they've got something with a little bit of personality to it and yes. just little touches like that that have made this this little space really, really, representat- represent-, are, really represent what they are and who they are and what they do. So uh, yeah, those guys are spiffing. If you check them out on, on Instagram, they put some really, really nice stuff up on there and, um, and they both add their personality to their brand. So I think they're a, a good one for this particular episode fantastic fantastic Uh, anything else I believe that's it Al anything
2: um, I'm done
0: done. alright where can everybody find you (laughs) go yes where can everyone find us Uh, Al where can everyone find you
2: you can find me on YouTube although I've not posted anything for over a month now uh, just because I'm super busy and I'm working on a big project um but i'm still managing to get stuff on instagram and um, so you can find me on instagram at oh shock, shock! oh shock, shock! Um, and you will find me in two weeks time at make Faire uk in newcastle at the center for life which is a stone's throw from the train station uh, with average joe from average joe's January and so from make it and we'll be there all weekend it's the 28th and 29th of april
0: Nice. Nice. Brett, where can I find you?
1: Skull and Spade 13 on Instagram. Brett McAfee on the YouTubes. Find me in my pirate ship, in my shop. Shop, ship, ship, shop.
2: Workship. Workship. Boom.
0: Nice. Cool. And if you want to get me, you can get me on Instagram and YouTube at Moonshine Matterworks. I haven't posted on YouTube for a while either. But I've got everything in the film. It's just not done yet um, and you can find me on in the Full of Tools Facebook group which is where everyone should be because it's awesome and there's some really cool people in there um, I love our community it's so fucking cool uh, the only thing I would say is if you are going to join up please 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 at answer least, answer the questions yeah just 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 something anything just put something in there because you put nothing in there we're just, just going to ignore you because it's not cool. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it's not hard. If you can't be bothered to answer the questions, then you're not going to get involved in the community. And if you're not going to get involved in the community, then
1: fuck you. All right, here we go. Finish it. Uh, Yeah,
0: and if you want to get a hold of us, then you can find us on Instagram at FWT Podcast. If you want to see the show notes and things like that, you can go to Shows. www.fwtpodcast.com. If you want to get in touch with the show directly without it going through public channels, you call can Al. E- call Al or email hello at fwtpodcast.com. That is it. We are on Facebook. Go there or follow us on Instagrams or get in touch with us like that. And
2: that's it. And we'll see you in three weeks at Baker Central. Baker Central. <laughs>